You need to have a wide and deep network. It is going to be the thing that moves your career further and faster than maybe anything else. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Liza from Rhode Island. My friend invited me to a networking event. I've never been. How does this work? What are the rules? What do I need to know? Oh my God, Liza, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Says the extrovert. Just go and have fun. That's like my advice. Okay, great. That's so useful. (laughs) Episode over. Thank you. (laughs) Roll credits. I think I'm going to take this one. (laughs) No, that's actually uh 100%. (laughs) Okay. So Liza, I get where you're coming from. I do not. (laughs) Shut up with your extroversion. Okay. Okay. Um, I get it. We don't get it. I get it. Vanessa does not get it. Ask your work wife singular. There's just one. Just this one. Um, and, uh, and I get it because I'm like you. I like I need to know what's going to happen. I like to know who's there, how to look, how to dress, what they're wearing, how long they've known each other, who they like. <laughs> I need to know. Like I just could keep going. Like what to expect. Like I need to know all the things in order to feel comfortable in this situation. I get that it can be overwhelming, and having grown a lot myself in this arena recently, I feel like I can speak to it for you. <laughs> yes, and like thank you for for one representing everyone other than the extroverts in the room. Uh-huh. Um, but also like it is something that everyone can do no matter what your personality type is, what your Myers-Briggs is, what your color test, what your star sign is like you can do it. And it is going to be the thing that moves your career further and faster than maybe anything else. You need to have a wide and deep network and networking is the way that you grow and strengthen that. So you can get what you want. That's why we do all of this. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. The way that Vanessa has taught me to think about this is if growing and strengthening your network is the goal of networking, growing means meeting new people, just putting more people in your path, Mm -hmm. in your circle, like in the room that you're in, right? Strengthening is then making genuine connections with those people, often through a strong follow-up game, which we'll get to. We love a solid follow-up game. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, So with this understanding that networking can be a primary way that you get what you want Mm -hmm. and that you do that by growing and strengthening your network, we're going to go through what to do before a networking event, during a networking event, and after a networking event to grow and strengthen your network. Basically all the things Holly needs to know. I need to know all the things. For me in my house, I'm like, is there food? Are there people? Great. I'm out the door. (laughs) I'll figure it out on the way there. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Just give me all the people. We're done with Vanessa. (laughs) Me and Liza now. Okay. Me and Liza. (laughs) Great. We're going to circle back after the break. (laughs) 
Okay, Holland, I know we have an episode about this, but let's talk about networking. I kind of love networking. I know, right? And I don't think it's any surprise to anybody, but we're in Texas right now. I mean, I'll be in Texas forever. If your tattoo has anything to say about it. Yes, thank you. Are you going to get a California tattoo? Is that where we're going with this? Ask me about my thoughts about tattoos later, please. Okay, noted. (laughs) While you're in Texas, though, and you love networking, we found a group in Texas that we love. Texas Young Professionals. Texas Young Professionals. (laughs) (laughs) Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, shouting it out. In each city, they get together once a month for sometimes free appetite cocktails you listen to the vice president dating opportunities um it's it's a really great group we love everyone involved in it and we're really excited to uh blow it up if you're in any of those towns come through come find us on instagram at texas young pros liza the way that you're describing your (laughs) concerns about going to a networking (laughs) event was me Mere months ago. <laughs> in fact, in yeah. fact. And it really boiled down to three things. What to wear, what to expect, and how to socialize. <laughs> so pretty much all of it. So just like the whole thing. <laughs> the whole enchilada. Okay. Okay. Um, so the first two are fairly easy. On the what to wear front and the what to expect front, all you got to do is ask. Mm-hmm. If you found the right group, if you vetted it properly, the administrators, the leaders, the, you know, whatever their titles or leadership positions are named within this organization should be very forthcoming, very friendly. They want you to go. They want you to have a good time. They want you to be there. They want you to bring your friends. They, they want you. So just know solid networking groups are excited to have you and you can reach out to their leadership and say, Hey, I'm new. What do I wear? What's the vibe? What's the sequence of events? Is there a speaker? Is there lunch? Is there dinner? Is there a drink? Is there parking? And like one, Don't feel bad about reaching out to ask them. It's their job. That's why they're in this leadership position. Second, that gives you someone to talk to when you get there. It's an easy in. Oh, hey, so-and-so social chair of organization. I'm the one who emailed you 10,000 times about what shoes to wear. Perfect. And you know what else? She can introduce you to like other cool people that you should know at that event. Make her your wing woman. I love this plan. It's a life hack. You're welcome. Okay, cool. Thank you, Vanessa. From extroverts to the rest of you. (laughs) Fine. We actually need and want you. To my third concern about socializing generally, maybe this is not where you're coming from, Liza. For me, I didn't feel well-practiced in this arena. Like, I feel very comfortable navigating the hierarchy and structures and reporting lines of corporate America. But, like, put me in a room where there's, like, no hierarchy and, like, everyone's just... Utter chaos. I love corporate America because there's rules. Like, Mm -hmm. I know what to say, who to say it to, when to say it, who not to say it to, who not to do what for. Like, (laughs) I love all the rules, okay? I like to fuck them up. Who I can tell what to do. Yeah, who I can... Exactly. But, like, if there's no hierarchy or rules, or it feels like there's not rules, then, then what are we dealing with? And that's where we have a device around what to do during the event. I can empathize a little bit with you in this because when I attend events that I'm not quite sure what my goal is, I like to position myself as somebody useful, typically a photographer. Yeah. And it gives me an out. I can choose to use the camera or I can choose to not. Right. Because you can say, hey, smile for a picture. Take the picture. Bye. And that makes that structure that you're craving there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I've been that person too in a room. I've been the hired help. I've been the photographer. I've been in those kind of like kind of hierarchical or understood roles socially. It's very easy to navigate. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of the answer to that concern for me is you don't have to go the whole time. Just go for 30 minutes. Yeah. Or an hour or 45. Just like step in for 30 minutes. Make it your goal to talk to five people and you can go. No problem. I love that. Yeah. Like 
You do not need to shut the place down. You do not need to be drinking till midnight. You do not need to meet everyone. There can be 50, 60, 100,000 people uh, here. Like, mm-hmm. It can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Find so, your niche. Do the thing. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So once some of those pre-event concerns are a little bit more addressed with information and knowing that you don't have to commit to the whole entire thing. (laughs) Right. There are some really key pieces of advice that Vanessa has for us during the event. These are in like no particular order. They're just things that I found that are super useful or like I've, I've turned them into a system of doing them every time I go somewhere. If there's a name badge situation, put only your first name. Make it big enough that everyone can read it. So people aren't like leaning forward and looking at your chest. It just gets awkward really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Put it somewhere where they can read it. The top of your shoulder. Fantastic. It does not need to be on your thigh. It does not need to be on your knee. It does not need to be on the back of your hand. Just there it is. Where you expect it to be. Exactly. Bring business cards. They can be your personal business cards. They can be your work business cards. Just like bring something to hand out to people. You do not want to be fumbling for your phone. You do not want to be writing things down. You're likely going to make a connection that you want to follow up with later. Ding, ding, ding. Remember that a minute from now, (laughs) but like bring business cards, bring something with you. Sometimes when we're at networking events representing Ask Your Work Wife, we run out of business cards and we always have a handful of stickers on hand. So I'm like, people will just sometimes get a sticker. I'm like, dot com, find us later. You know, like figure it out. Some kind of touch point. And this next one is probably my favorite and most counterintuitive thing. I let people come to me. I like to walk in glance over the situation, find a corner that's not like out of the way corner, but that's just like on the edge of someone else's conversation and just like plop myself there for a second. Usually standing, don't put your phone in your hand, but like have a drink or a bag. This is when ladies grab a clutch. This is super useful for you. And just like let people come to you. They will find you, especially if you're like not circulating or not doing anything, but like you have to, you have to give some open energy, open body language. So you're not like you're not facing a bar. You're not facing a table. You're not facing, you're, you're facing the crowd. That's why I say in the corner, you don't want anybody behind you. Mm, right. Got it. Um, so that you can make, you can make casual eye contact with people, smile, openness. Like it doesn't require any extroverted energy from you, but they're here to network. People will come to you. Mm-hmm. The extroverts will find you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait like, for the extroverts. I'm bored with the 25 people I've talked to. Who's that person? Let's go. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Uh huh. The next, like the next one is like also a reminder I have to give myself because I want to like talk to all 25 million people at this event. Be chill in your conversations. This does not need to be the Spanish Inquisition, but you also do not need to be a doormat. Just be chill. If they ask you a question, answer it. Ask them a question back. You know what I mean? Like I just, like it sounds so dumb I know. and so basic, but like one of two things will happen. I will either be so interested in them that I will just keep hounding them with questions. What do you like to do? Why are you into it? What's going on? And within about 30 seconds, they are divulging their entire life story to me, all of their family history back four or five generations and their deepest, darkest secrets and like things they'd never even tell their gynecologist. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like all the shit right. I know, right? That can be overwhelming for them even though I like thrive on it. Like, Ooh, let's get <laughs> information. It. And I've walked away where people don't know who I am. Oh, you've gotten everything out of them. And yes. they have nothing from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, I have to remind myself like, okay, be chill, Vanessa, ask them one question, get an answer, offer a piece of information for yourself. You know what I mean? Like I have to play by these like very measured rules. Oh, it in my does life. sound so basic, but like I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for you, it's bringing you out. For me, it's putting me in a box. Like no, <laughs> just no, a little bit. Just chill. <laughs> okay. Be chill. Yeah. But, let people come to you. Be chill. Um, cool. I, I'd also recommend, this is maybe your recommendation, but like bring a friend. I do recommend this. I think like the temptation here is to just stick with that friend all night. Yeah. And I think your advice to me in that, you've given this advice to me before is like, 
Make sure that your friend knows that you are there to network. You are there to meet other people. You're not there to like hang out with them. Like you're there to meet other people who aren't them. And, And if they're coming with you, they should also have some of that intention too. So like bring your extroverted friend wisely. She'll she'll go <laughs> meet this is okay this is a real thing that happened i was like are you gonna tell them the story Mere like days ago to. yeah so we were at a networking event for our favorite networking group typ yes texas, texas young, young professionals, professionals. <laughs> um and vanessa and i came together but she started working the room and like left me in a conversation i was like, sorry it's fine and it's it's fine because I was like grounded with like a person to talk to, um, like my clutch and my like drink didn't or whatever. See the panic in this moment. I was like, hey, people. Yeah, no, she just like <laughs> left me, um, which is fine. And so what she would do is like Lee, she left the group, but then she called me over to her new group, mm-hmm. and then I would come over to the new group, and then she'd leave me again. <laughs> yes, and, and like leave me talking to the the people she was talking to. And then she'd call me over to the third group and then she'd leave and then like she'd go to the fourth group and then she'd call me over. And so like it kind of worked out like Vanessa knows what she's doing. So your extroverted friend can do that. Just make sure you guys are on the same page about why you're there. Yeah. And we like we talked about it afterwards because like we we did like a debrief because we were like, oh, all <laughs> these stimulus. To I, need, I need to figure out what we just did. I'm like, OK, yeah, yeah. what I was noticing every time I pulled her out of something, when is she exhibiting this like closed off behavior? When is mm-hmm. she spending too long in a conversation? When do you need to bounce? Like. The goal is a little bit like dating. You want to leave them wanting something more always. So like get into a conversation, make the genuine connection, have some way to contact them later and then get the fuck out. It almost reminded me about like this concept of speed dating. I don't know if people still do that. I don't know. But like in my mind, you spend like four minutes with somebody and then you move on. Yes. And like this whole hour you've spent four minutes with everybody and that's like 15 people, right? If you've seen Hitch, it's in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So like I like that concept applied here because it's like if you're spending more than six minutes with a group or somebody then it's time to move on yeah our advice here is bring a friend sounds like you already have a friend but make sure before you guys go you have a a bit of a strategy she knows that she can't dominate the conversation when you guys go because there's two of you it's a great thing to find both of you in this corner but make sure you have like a a v shape to the rest of the crowd like your bodies are open to everyone else yeah not like closed off and just with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not looking directly at each other. You're looking at the people that you're talking to each other on the side uh, so that like people know that they can come over and talk to you. It's very open. It's very inviting. But like you also have that like wing woman right next to you to like when the conversation lulls or if somebody's not around, you can turn over and like, okay, so what'd you watch on the bachelorette this weekend? Right. Like, <laughs> like that's what y'all are talking about. When someone comes over, you like start talking about business again. Yeah. So that's all of our advice from our resident extrovert about networking events. Jeez. I'm sure I have more DM us. Thank you. <laughs> I get to have you as my wing woman at these things. So <laughs> Anytime. I'm good. I'm sure we'll have multiple episodes about this. Be like, the thing Holland learned in networking this week, right? Aww. Like, yeah, I know. Top of the week. <laughs> so <laughs> cute. cute. Um, after the break, Liza, we're going to talk about what you do after the event. And that's all about your strong follow-up game. Liza, okay. You've made it through. You have survived (laughs) the actual networking event. Congratulations. Good job. If you want to listen to this in three parts, you're welcome to. Listen to this on the way home. Exactly. So far, what we've talked about, prepping for the event, going to the event, is simply about the first half of this. Meeting new people. You're growing your network. You're putting yourself in the path of lots and lots and lots and lots of people, right? Yes, or at least five. Yeah, I was like five at a time. (laughs) Don't overwhelm yourself, right? But afterwards, everything that happens after that event goes to strengthening your network right mm-hmm. and this is where i mean honestly holland your dating analogy works here right so like 
the event was speed dating. Now that you've made a connection, now this is where you start getting into an actual relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. One, you definitely should remember their name. Two, if you promise them something, you need to deliver. Oh, I actually know a triathlete coach. Great. Don't gatekeep information. Just get it to them as fast as possible. Love right? That. Oh, I know some photographers. Great. Get it to them. Like, I don't care how you do it. Carrier pigeon seems to be the most consistent type of communication for me right now. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, give it a couple of days. You can also find them on LinkedIn. If you got an email on their business card, send them an email. It doesn't have to be complicated. Don't overthink it. Hey, guess what? We connected. Like, this is this is me, right? And that usually has your SIG block with all your other information in um, my favorite thing to do is follow them on Instagram. You need to put them in your data stream so that you get a sense of what they're doing in their life. Love you that. can make a stronger connection. This is all about strengthening, right? So like you're just seeing more of them. They're seeing more of you and you get to know like, oh, they live near me. Oh, they go to the same gym I do just maybe an hour earlier. Like try to find and strengthen those connections. Like the more data points you have about someone, the more common ground you can find, right? I love that. Yeah. So that next time when you go to your networking base and hey, oh my God. Did you see that bro at the gym? Yes, exactly. And then you have then you have a new wing woman to talk to, I right? I love that. Mm -hmm. oh, That's what yes, we're doing, right? I know. Well, it was so fun because we went like the first time to the second time we went to TYP. Yeah. I now had friends. Yes, exactly. It was so fun. And, and even if you don't remember their name, which you ought to, write it down somewhere quickly, is you'll have at least a face to recognize. And like there's some mutual recognition going on there. And don't feel afraid to be like, hey, I saw you at the last event, but I totally spaced your name. And then start the connection anew, right? Like, totally. It's awesome. And then do the do all the things I just told you about your strong follow-up game because clearly you didn't follow up the first time. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, there will be some times where you get invited to stuff, right? So like if you made a connection with someone and they invite you to something, you move heaven and earth to go because this is part of like the, the giving and receiving that happens in a relationship. We did this this weekend. We went to a networking event. We met four or five different women. They're amazing, incredible. This networking event spanned two locations, which was wild to me, but we did. It was like, like a progressive networking drinking situation. And we ended up making plans for brunch on Saturday. This this Saturday, currently. Today. today this morning. This weekend happens to be a weekend that we're trying to get 10 episodes out the door. But we got invited to brunch at 1030. So we went. We were like, we're going to move our day around so we can go because they went out of their way to invite us. They're, the four of them are clearly friends and they wanted to include us in their next thing. So we did it. We took two hours out of our day to go to brunch. Incredible. So fun. And what did we get out of that? Friends. Friends. I know. <laughs> like we have, we have a date for bingo yes. later this week. I found out that one of them is actually my neighbor. She lives right. in the building next door. Yes. I also found out that like, one of the one of the women like works in finance and she knows people that are like personal finance advisors, which I will be in need of shortly. Like I, like it's just one of those like we made all kinds of connections. One of the women wants maybe wants to switch in her career to marketing. Guess what? She's got two mentors. She doesn't know anyone prior to this who works in marketing. It's great for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then it's on us to like. So now that we have attended something they invited us to, it's on us to invite them to something mm -hmm. that they can come to. And that this is this is the dating situation that we're all in. So that is a lot, Liza. Granted, it's not only the preparing to go and understanding what you're walking into and the being there and the meeting the new people and the body language and the five people or the 30 <laughs> minutes or the whatever it is and like, where's the drinks and like, what's happening? This can take a lot out of you. It requires that you understand where your personal capacity is. That means mentally, emotionally, socially. Successful networking requires you to have the capacity for all of it, all of it, because going is not the end. It's it's just the beginning, you turns have, out. Yeah, you have to be in a place to take on new relationships. Mm -hmm. And so given any hesitancy you have around networking, I would make sure you to take a minute, like take a morning and journal or like go on a walk or like whatever <laughs> the thing is that you do. 
it sounds overly serious, but like, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you personally, Liza, I wasn't ready for this even as recently as three months ago. Well, even as an extrovert, I've lived, I grew up in this town and I've lived here since February, 2021. So we're going on 18 months, something like that. Right. And I just barely got ready for networking. And part of it was driven by like the need to get the word out about ask your work wife. Me personally, I don't know that I'm ready for this, but in service of this podcast Mm -hmm. and helping women get what they want, (laughs) absolutely. I will do this. Right. But like, it takes a lot for me to like, bring on new relationships in my life because I, she has such a full relationship life. Right. And like, I have a deep, strong, big network and it requires so much attention that I want to give it. Right. So deciding to onboard someone, this is awful. (laughs) Deciding to onboard someone into that means like, I'm going to give them a lot of care and attention. That's who I am. Right. So do you take like a little bit of a life scan and just see, am I ready to take on even one new relationship? Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that the answer is is yes for you, Eliza, because because of the power that networking can have in your life. It's that perfect ask your work wife thing. It fulfills multiple goals at once. You can find friends, bingo girls, <laughs> yeah. like private equity financiers, mentors, champions. You can find all the things you need just by growing and strengthening your network. So Liza, definitely go. Enjoy yourself. Get a strong follow-up game going and uh, let us know how it goes. And maybe you can come to Texas and come to one of our networking events. Come. Oh, my God. Come. Okay. That'll be so fun. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Stranger Things? I do not, actually. Okay, that's all. Okay. Do you watching Stranger no, Things? No. Looks scary. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was like, I thought we agreed on this. No. I don't need you, that in my you're life. I'm not here for negative energy. I it's love just, a good coming of age, but right, like, exactly. Give me a rom com. Give me a Hallmark channel. Give me literally anything else. I can't handle horror. I can't. I can barely handle paranormal. Oh. Uh, I can handle suspense a little bit, like Gone Girl. But Gone Girl uh, had me good for like ten years. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's the one suspenseful yeah, yeah. film uh-huh. you'll watch for the next decade. For sure. Yeah. 100%. For sure. I like that plan.